0: Before we get in with Matt Dotre, I gotta put in a plug right now. Oh, yeah. You got it. My buddy, on the other side this is Wes of Texas. And Taylor, right here. It, thing about this being our theme song. On the other side of Texas, just justice rules the country. They don't like in the it, they don't Sounds love right. it's really, it's they really, it. They say we're all wrong, it's but on the other spirit. side of Texas, oh.
1: This is a local guy? Roll, yeah. Where's the music at? Roll,
0: they're putting it in. Okay. They're working. <laughs> what, what do you think about it, man? No tree? You yeah, like yeah, it? Yeah, it's all right. Pretty good. Hey, it, it, come on. You come into the studio you be like, that's the best thing I ever heard. <laughs>
1: like you know, First, I get Death Leopard. Those guys are terrible. Listen, I'm <laughs> stubborn with change, but hey, if you like it, you go for it.
0: I, I do like it, Matt. <laughs> I like it almost as much as I like you. Um, Ross Ramsey got stuck in a situation. He's texting us now, and you know, look, if you're Ross Ramsey, then you probably get into some situations every once in a while. So uh, he's he's off for today, making room for our friend Matt Dotray, who is the political reporter for the Lubbock Avalanche Journal at m aj on Twitter. So for listeners that are listening far and wide. I don't often delve into local stuff, but I want mm-hmm. to delve in here that people will say the highest turnout election that there ever was in Lubbock, Texas, was the vote to go wet, to allow package,
1: alcohol, yeah. liquor sales in stores in Lubbock. That was the first thing I ever voted on. I was just 18, 18 or 19 at the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How'd you vote? Yes or no?
1: That, can you tell me? That's that's private. Sorry. Okay. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> just, Freaking, <laughs>
1: freaking old school. But we report. haven't seen those numbers yet. The numbers are pretty bland. In are terms, they in terms of the early voting okay. numbers? All right. I think so, it was only the vote. Let me set it up. The vote is
0: that in what year did the state of Texas, Matt Doherty, you're here to educate me. What year did the state of Texas give land to Texas Tech, and Texas Tech yeah. turn that land over to the city of Lubbock?
1: So. That was early 50s. So okay. I'm not sure it specifically what it So down, early? Early 50s it was turned over, and then, uh, you know, it was built by, what, 55? 55, 55 or 56? And then Lubbock, the
0: city of Lubbock put into the charter that if this land's ever given back, a majority of voters must say it's okay. And That's so, right. you know, I was on the bond committee in the city of Lubbock back in 2014, and the question for us at the time not a lawyer, but looking at a majority of voters. Well, voters who participate in the election or voters in general? <laughs> and, you know, our point at the time was, well, let's get with city legal, because if it's a majority of all voters, there ain't no way they're coming out for this election. So, sure. obviously, it's those who show up. Of course, yeah. And they'll begin to turn over. Yeah, we can't force people
1: to vote, but yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it could be red either way. <laughs> okay. We can force a lot of people to do a lot of things. So the bottom line is, since the early 50s until now, the early 2000s, there's a long history of disrepair in the building. And I was told at that time, the next time an HVAC unit goes out, the auditorium or a coliseum, we aren't going to be able to repair it. Because the cost of repair, in order to bring it up to ADA, to make it compliant in a way that we would expect a private business to be
1: compliant, Matt Dotry, is how much money? So they say fifteen million dollars, but that's before all the ADA stuff. So those projects would then trigger the ADA compliance and then the estimates I hear we're talking about, you know, upwards of higher than twenty million dollars. So twenty so to let's just make it man. almost usable again.
0: So twenty five million. Is the number here, and the whole question is: Do you want to turn it over on the proposition? Do you want to turn it over to Texas
1: Tech, or do you want to keep it? Right. That's that's what the proposition. Yeah. So the proposition says: Do you give the city permission to? I think it's you know essentially negotiate with Tech. I don't really know what what negotiating will be involved. Negotiating. The the city will then structure that was
0: meant to. Take a cruise ship bomb
1: is what it is, uh-huh. because there's going to be demo involved with that. Oh, yeah. The thing is built like a rock, and demolition alone is, what, $5 million or I mean, something like that? They say that, yeah. but, okay, let's not get a hold
0: ahead of ourselves. So, essentially what we're talking about is 2.5 cents on, at the end of the day, if you want to keep it, then essentially, and you may disagree with me, I don't think it's opinion I think we're just looking at it objectively mm-hmm. if you vote to keep it then you're essentially voting for a 2.5 cent per 100 on your property a bond because you're at 2.5 million 25 million so you're at 2.5 cents per 100 absorbing the cost of renovating this yeah, facility that it needs to be Yeah that's
1: a big assumption though cuz what I've the what I'm understanding is that the city council, I, don't, I can't imagine that they would even vote to spend the money to do that even if even if the citizens voted to keep it, I haven't gotten the indication that the city assumes that that means the city the citizens want them to then make it usable again because even if you put what I keep hearing is that that's a bad, you know, quote bad business decision because even if you did throw that much money at it, What's what's the use for it? Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, because then
0: it becomes, you use the word use. So you're looking at, and this is the way I'm going to draw it up. Like, they are going to just let it dilapidate, which I don't think, okay. You're going to just let th- it fall apart. Or mm-hmm. but you're going to say, well, we're going to put $25 million into it. And so those seems to, if if you keep it those seems that seems to me to be the options that are on the table yeah. now. You said the word use. How often is the facility used right now? This year, I think there were what ten events scheduled. Auditorium policy. And yeah. what is operation costs? What is operation maintenance costs on that facility?
1: Right so now? their net expense, the number that they keep throwing out, is about. You know, $800,000, 800000 Per year? This year. This year, yeah. 800000 Yeah. So that... For 10 events? <laughs> yeah. So the majority of that is utilities. Have you
0: vetted those numbers?
1: Yeah. Well, I, so I looked at the budget, yeah. And the majority of that... So a lot of it's staff, and then a good chunk of it, the majority of it is utilities. And, you know, I was just told this morning that you know, when there's an event in the summer, they have to turn the air conditioning on two days ahead of time. Wow. In order to, See, I would have thought it. that it was two weeks, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. What does Tech plan on doing with it? Do, do we know what they want to do with it if it is voted to give back to Tech? So they haven't given any specific details, um, and and they've kind of, in my opinion, they've weirdly kept quiet about it. I thought if mm-hmm. originally I thought if Tech wanted it, they could run a pretty big ad campaign in order to kind of <laughs> sway Stupid opinion. Talk. But they're staying out of it until the vote, and then. All down. we've really had is a guarantee that it won't be just parking.
0: I, okay, so but time but, out, come out. Parking will so, be good. But, I will say but,
1: that as a student. yeah. But, but hold <laughs> on, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. So the problem we're going to have to go to break, and then we'll carry you over the break here if you got time. I got time. You're yeah. on deadline. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the whole the whole hang up for me is that in a lot of ways i've seen what a couple of councilmen have done like Massengill and griffith and i thought that they jeff griffith steve Massingill the most transparent government is the government official is transparent like come in let me show you what i think duh, duh, duh. but the campaign that it's just seemed really ham-handed to me and to the extent of this do you say that it's guaranteed But I'm really sympathetic with people who say, well, nothing's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Like, Tech's not even took a vote. Like, why couldn't Tech take a vote to say if the region's voting? If the city of Lubbock, if the citizens, the good and great citizens of the city of Lubbock, turn this property over, then we shall demolition it at full expense.
1: So they they said that. that. They have. They have. They took that vote. No, they haven't <laughs> taken a vote. No, but they said, said, said it. Yes, they said pending, you know, assuming the Board of Regents votes to approve it. Yeah, I and mean, that's, that's all that's to soon. I know. Yeah, but so don't you don't me. want to get the cart before the horse no, in a way. No,
0: but like, this is people saying
1: this is our investment,
0: even though we've let it run into the ground. Yeah. But why can't they put up, why can't they just pony up and say, you know what, if you guys do it, here's our pledge. And we've got it on record and we've taken the vote. I'm very sympathetic with people who are like, well, Tex made no offer in earnest. There's nothing in writing. You're absolutely right. So on top of, well, we're just giving it to them for nothing? Like,
1: nothing? And we think that they're going to demo it? So on one hand... Well, so the nothing is... Because when I first heard about this, I thought, well, man, Tex doing the city a huge favor by demolishing it themselves because that's a huge chunk of change right there. But have
0: there. they even... If they... is there been anything formal other than the Texas Tech president Lawrence Skubanek saying that we will absorb the full... Cor- like, he said that on record... But there's nothing binding to him saying, "Well, you know what? there was a lot more crew chef steel and asbestos in that facility, and we didn't expect the certain weather conditions to come up and to blow to the south uh, from the north over the over the whole campus, so we had to buy a tent that was two million dollars, and so now expenses that you know we thought it was going to be four and now it's eight, and but Texas Tech is still going to eat the full demolition cost,
1: yeah." <laughs> So, I guess when I talked about negotiating earlier, what that's going to entail, I guess that's what that's going to entail. No, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Is it
0: possible that City of Lubbock residents could vote first to turn it over and then absorb some of the demo?
1: No, that hasn't been the indication at all. But you're not saying no. I don't know enough to say no, but I want to say no. Okay. You want to say no to the city turning it over? yeah, to tech. I, this yeah, I can't imagine in a million years that then the city would would then fork over money to help tech do whatever they need to do. <sighs> no I think if tech would absorb everything, it would be a clean if it was a clean deal, it'd be a good idea.
0: but there's nothing my whole deal says there's nothing in writing like there's no like on the table agreement and all this back to say that i think that i'm very sympathetic to giving it over to tech because i think the plan is from insiders that they're going to build a big athletic dorm there and yeah. we're going to get more zyre smiths and that's going to drive up the local economy and you know i'm all for it i don't pretend to be like some crony conservative i understand how money's generated in this community mm-hmm. but it just seems so ham-handed i'm gonna, Answer, and then we're gonna to go to break. And we're gonna come back, with
1: Matt, but let me just say, do we have a second? I agree with you, and it seems rushed. A lot of this seems rushed. I mean, in terms of a replacement for the rodeo and dirt events, you know, people are still wondering why money—the money from the bond committee in 2004—was never spent after that. Time after that bond was approved, it was not the early 50s. People, but it was a long time people ago. still don't really know what happens whether they vote yay or nay. You know what happens if. They vote for the council to keep it. What happens if they vote yeah. for them to give it to Tech? They don't really know what happens, and it seems rushed. Sure, I would. They don't have, Neither do side has a plan.
0: Well, not a plan in in writing. Yeah, I just like that would make me feel so much better. Not like it would make me feel something like I'm going to go in and I'm going to vote for this, not just because I'm a big alumni association member or da da da, which I'm not, but. If I were, like, I'm going to go
1: with tech down the line here. Well,
0: where's where's the word?
1: And you're, bring, right? and you're bringing up a great point when you just think about voter turnout. I don't really see what is motivating people to go vote for it. If you're against this and you've been going to events there your entire life, you're absolutely going to go vote. even that guy's lying. Like, <laughs> they hadn't been to an event there. Like, maybe they've been there once every three years. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> Yeah. But they're still passionate. I don't really see the passion in, yes, let's get rid of this thing. Mm -hmm. I don't see the passion anywhere. You don't see the passion in the anti-vote? Like, get rid of it?
0: Yes. Wow. Okay. Go to break, and uh, we'll get back with Matt Dotre here in just a moment. I'm going to formulate some more questions for you, Matt (laughs) Dotre. Stick with us. I see the sunrise creeping in, everything changes like a desert way. Molded out of red clay and baked in the West Texas sun to perfection is The Other Side of Texas with Jay Leeson. I whip the rigs from three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. Man, those guys, are the how great are they? I mean, you got a building, I, I know from first-hand experience, you got a building full of a bunch of files, and you don't want to go out to the country and just burn them because <laughs> it's a burn ban. You don't want to burn down the whole countryside. Well, they'll just roll a truck up, providing safe and secure document storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding area since 1992. For a free and hassle-free estimate, call Lubbock File Room, 806-744-7666. That's 806-744-7666. Got Matt Dautre in studio. Got about uh, five, six minutes left here, Matt of uh, The Lubbock Avalanche Journal, he's covering the Auditorium Coliseum. Coliseum, Auditorium, Auditorium, Coliseum. I like Auditorium
1: Coliseum. I think and-
0: that's how I... It, can we all it disagree it? that it, or just agree? At the end of the day, at least everybody's going to know how to spell Coliseum by the time I this so, is done. Yeah. I look at social media. I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> this is not a good reflection on respective independent school districts. So, in your mind, regardless of how people vote, give us three facts that you think they need to know before they go into the booth.
1: Oh boy. Okay.
0: By looking, I mean just. I mean, you got paperwork in front of you. Which is old stories. What what are three things that you think people ought to know both sides
1: of the issue? I think, so, in terms of what's next, I think everyone is talking about the rodeo and what happens with dirt events. Mm -hmm. And in terms of a replacement for that, you know, there was the announcement a couple weeks ago about the uh, Regis Center, but I don't know how... Wait. How likely people think that is the Regis Center. Well, there's like a Regis. There was a proposed development up north, but near the airport, okay. where it'd be this very big equestrian community. Mm. Um, but also, I, I know discussions are being had between like the county, the city, Texas Tech, the business community, the, the people over there at the, the fairgrounds yeah. about a possible kind of event center for livestock shows and rodeos and things like that. And even, I know that they're also kind of floating around the idea of a venue tax, which, you know, putting a tax on, like, the hotel-motel occupancy, mm-hmm. whatever, like, cities do when they're trying to build a big baseball mm-hmm. stadium or something. Make
0: other people pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like
1: a county-wide tax. I know that's being discussed. and Which is and smart, that- because who says, well, I'm going to go to... You know, I'm gonna go to
0: Roswell instead of Lovett because the hotel's uh, too expensive. Because the motel, uh, yeah, no hotel motel. No. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> And we, of course, get more visitors. And uh, but but they're not saying that they want it to be completely public. They kind of want like a public private thing, so it'd be a little bit of both. And I mean, that's just kind of in terms of that. Also, like I said, I I'm getting no guarantee that a vote against this would mean that the city would feel the need to make it usable again. I think it and you talked about what happens next when the, when the HVAC just completely breaks down I think it would just sit there and I think it would do with chains on the door you know? But then maybe people would be more, <laughs> more likely to vote for this. I don't know. Maybe that's what needs to end up happening. And then I know polling exists I haven't seen any. You know but what I, exists? Polling over okay. how people are going to vote. Okay. I keep hearing it's going to... I heard that people were in favor of getting rid of it, now whether or not those people vote and I also heard that the margins were kind of tightening a little bit as we're getting closer to the election. So well, I, mean, I don't know going makes gonna, sense in terms of the, and I'm not in the prediction business, but I don't know what's going to happen. I
0: mean, t- everybody wants to put it on this council, this council, you know, this you know, we got to really stick it to this council. But I was in the room, like I was in I can't remember, I was char- uh, chairing some committee, uh municipal buildings and something. And we had to take a look at this whole thing. And it's a monster. The whole whole building is a monster. But even then, back in 14, like, that was not this council. That was other councils that were pushing for, you know, let's give this to tech, you know. And that was kind of the message that was being yeah. given. And I think that there's been a lot of... I would tend to think that Kent Hans has had discussions with... And I don't know this for fact, but I think that the chancellor, the given chancellor at any time, has been having conversations with a given mayor and given city council members in Lubbock for some time about this. Yeah, and I've heard the same. That, what are they going to build there? Do you know for sure what they're going to build there in the place of...
1: I've seen no documents and I don't think there are documents. But yeah, what we've what the president has said is they're looking heavily at a residential facility mainly for athletes. So so that may be what it's after. Yeah.
0: So like where's Chris Beard? Like why like it's Texas Tech Day tomorrow in Lubbock, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, I understand your affiliation with Stan Bonowitz and Will Flemons and your affinity for Gerald Myers in that building and the great things, that you, but now it's a new day. And t- like That's what I don't understand at the end of the day. But I just look at this, I'm like, where's the PR? I don't know. Where's the PR
1: Yeah, at it almost just seems like the Chamber of Commerce is leading the whole thing. And then, and then even the Tech Alumni Association sent out an email yeah, over the on. weekend, yeah. and but they just forwarded you to the Chamber of Commerce website and just said, hey, we'll get there at their information. Which may
0: indicate that it is tight. Yeah. With those sorts of groups getting involved as we head into May five. Yeah.
1: And I I thought this was going to really drive the vote, but I just haven't seen those numbers. So, what numbers? Just yesterday, or the first day of early voting, I think it was like 1,500 people. Okay. Which was, you know, I think less than last year, or two years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: So, it's not... So I it's hyped not, this whole thing up for nothing. This isn't... I, I drove here for nothing. <laughs> no, I'm saying that I hyped it with... The most
1: contentious vote since the alcohol vote. I mean, people are talking about it. That's what the majority of my emails that I'm getting. Yeah. And everyone... So, so why are... People,
0: this is what I want to close out with you on.
1: Why is... Why
0: is the person who's... Why is Harry voting to give it over to Texas Tech... And why is uh, Bob voting to keep it?
1: People are voting to give it to Texas Tech because they feel like with the Buddy Holly Hall, with the United Spirit Arena, there's just not a reason to keep pumping into this building that is years past its life date. And yes, I think it's fair to question why Money hadn't been spent on it. Why it wasn't maintained? But here we are, and people would vote to move on, essentially, and quit pumping seven hundred thousand dollars a year into it. You would vote to keep it because I think nostalgia is a big part of it. You know, maybe someone just likes to see it when they drive by the Marshall Sharp freeway, on the Marshall Sharp Freeway, and they think that maybe there's a second. Coming of the Coliseum Auditorium. Or, and here's a third one that I'm really sympathetic with. How
0: about we maintain a building? How about that? Like, that might sound nostalgic in a lot of ways, but Uh how about we build a building and maintain it over the course of, you know, 75 years? That'd be great. That would be great. Maybe we could do that sometime. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that with Citizens Tower. I don't know. Oh, man. Any, any idea how the AJ is going to come down this in the editorial on Sunday? <laughs> now, you're to, now you're trying to get me in trouble. Insider info. <laughs> he is Matt Dotre. You can read his stuff. You always do. Usually on the first page there at the Avalanche Journal. At M. Dottre AJ on Twitter. Matt, thanks for coming out, buddy. Thanks, Jay. appreciate it. All right.